Hey everybody, it's your girl Just Being Tristica of Fix Your Crown Podcast. I am really excited today. Um, you know this podcast is just starting out, but we are excited about our teens and young adults and our college students who have been hosting on the Fix Your Crown Podcast. So I'm so happy and excited to have this amazing woman who does great work around the world. And I just want her to introduce herself. I could brag about her because she is turning into a sister. But who do we have on the line today? <laughs> oh my God, you have the Dr. Loretta Rice Barnes. I just wanted to throw that in there. That sounded real funny and energetic to do. Um, but I'm just super excited to be on this platform um, with you today, being able to share in, in this space. Well, I'm excited to have you on today and just going to ask you, you know, questions about, you know, the drive you've been doing. I know we have met and, you know, we hit the ground running of yes. just doing things together. And one of my first questions before we get started, um, what, what is the one thing you wish you had known before you started your career? God of mercy. Um, I wish I would have known more confidence. Mm. Um, I wish I would have known more confidence, um, self-confidence and um, the power to be and to, and the power to believe um, in yourself um, because of different things that I encountered in my life. Um, sexual abuse when I was a, a young girl, uh, molestation and raped in high school. It um, did, I think a lot of damage to my self-esteem and, um, it took a while to really tap into the fact that I was created wonderfully, I was created beautifully, that, you know, God loved me, that he had a great plan for me. Um, and so just just that that knowing of being, um, I wish I would have known that immediately. I think I would, would have been a lot further uh, in some areas had I known that originally. That's amazing. And you guys, everyone who's listening, she has a wonderful background and a great organization. And the one thing that I really enjoy about your story is that it's you're very honest. And what made you be so honest about sharing your story? You know, I think that was part of my deliverance. Um, I'm an author. My first book um, that God allowed me to write is called Trapped in the System. And in that book, it talks about um, a lot of the abuse and different things that I incurred along the way, um, being raised in a single family home uh, with my mother and grandmother, uh, my mother um, being on drugs for about 20 years, all of my teen years, very well into my adult life. Um, you know, things I grew up in urban communities. So I was exposed to gang banging and, um, you know, alcoholism, just a, a variety of things. But in the book, I believe that God used it as a tool to bring deliverance um, to me and for me. Um, I discovered that the things that I talked about was super taboo uh, in families and in society and that people were really scared to talk about it. But um, the more I talked about it, the freer I became. And in addition to that, I watched other lives be transformed from um, eight years old up into 96 years old, both male and female that had um, incurred a lot of the same things that I had went through. Um, and they were encouraged and empowered and able to find um, healing and deliverance um, within 
and for themselves. Mm -hmm. I know that you have developed several programs, but can you tell us a little bit more about Reset America and Reset Africa? Absolutely. So, um, so with that Reset America, Reset Africa, the very first time um, that I went to Africa was 2014. I went to Kenya. Um, I had a, an awakening. You know, I remember several years ago um, getting a prophetic word for those that believe in that. Um, and it, I was told that I would go to Africa, you know, it would be life changing and all of that. And you would think as a black girl, everybody, you know, that's black would have a desire to go. Um, but God allowed me to go in the process of that. Um, I, my eyes was open to so many things as far as, um, our black culture and family and the strength of blackness. Um, I saw, you know, people there on the continent taking interest in widows and orphans and families, um, people, individuals that they didn't know, but they were bringing them in the fold of their home. Um, from that uh, reset was birthed. Originally, it's a conference reset. It was birthed out in 2014. Um, and the thing was regroup, refocus, realignment because of the community work um, that we were doing uh, with Empowerment of Grace is a church that um, I pastor and oversee. Um, I have a parliament member from Uganda connected with me because of that work from there. Um, we began to build out Reset. Reset became uh, Reset America, Reset Africa. Um, it is a platform that hosts uh, civic leaders and, and key leaders in the areas of um, we have seven areas of influence. Um, it's business and arts and entertainment, media, education, uh, religion, family, government. Um, we focus on those areas. And so we work with dignitaries across the globe. We create um, these conversations, listening campaigns around uh, economic development and around uh, job opportunities, around women empowerment, children empowerment, raising issues around um, in the, where there are inequalities, making sure that we're advocating for equality around issues of health and education and, and medical. Mm, that's, just, that's amazing. You know, a lot of people want to become entrepreneurs and they love yes. working, but what advice would you give someone who's listening right now that wants to pursue a career like yours or want to start something to in their community? say go for it mm -hmm. go for it um lose all the fear there's a message that god gave me um a few years back and it was fear ain't your friend fear ain't your friend just like that fear ain't your friend he says fear is like all these the stock up store it has all your blessings just stocked up sitting there and that fear is ruling on um, boards and in the CEO rooms and, you know, with when you go to write out your visions and your plans. So I would tell people, do what Nike said, just do it. Don't worry about um, finances. So a lot of times we allow um, the fact that we don't have the right amount of finances in our hands to deter us. No, um, preparation plus opportunity equals success. And even though you may not have the finances or the resources or the right connections that you feel that you need or that you may even need to get to the next level, you start right where you are. There's a C literally in your hand right where you are um, that's waiting for you to nourish it and water it 
um, so that it can grow. And so I would say write out the vision, you know, make it plain um, and, 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 and keep track of what you're doing and know that in due time, in the fullness of time, in due season, you will connect with the right people and the resources will find you. Exactly. And on the resources, what are the best resources that have helped you along the way? Self-preparation. Mm -hmm. Self-preparation um, has been insurmountable in my life. Um, just diving in, researching your area of interest, you know, becoming an expert um, in the things that you want to do. You may can't go to school, but there is so much information online these days. Google is like everything. Um, yes. They say, if don't, don't, you, don't ask, you know, if you can't ask God, ask Google. <laughs> um, between God and Google, you're going to figure it out. Um, right. I just say, you know, research, start, start there. That has been super helpful for me. And also just personal development, you know, working on myself, um, bettering myself to whether it was uh, my language communication there again, my skill set, putting things into practice, practice um, don't make perfect, um, but pra practice make better. And, and I'll tell you real funny before we move on why I say that we have our uh, mainstream basketball players. They're always practicing, but there is some time that ball don't go in the goal. But guess what? practice it makes us better and so i just wanted to make sure that those that are listening understand that because sometimes we get discouraged if we feel like we've missed the mark mm -hmm. exactly and you know what that what is your self-care i mean you do a lot but what do you do for self-care what is your downtime <sighs> You know, I've, I've made myself um, engage in more self-care. For instance, the past couple of days, me and my husband, um, we went to one of the cities that we still do work in and have connectivity to. And I just, uh, we pampered ourselves. We got us some good food. You know, I was able to get my feet done because they had sanitized everything. They had the shields up. Wow. Um, sometimes it's just sitting, you know, and just thinking, not talking, not having radio, TV on, nothing, just sitting in solitude and just enjoying silence. Silence is golden. Um, silence is strength. Silence brings you clarity. I love um, the power of silence. And so um, that, those are just some things that I do. I love nature. So sometimes I just want to sit outside and just behold the beauty of the trees, the birds chirping. Um, that's refreshing. I love water. Sometimes I just want to hear the water running because mm -hmm. that's energizing. So um, those are just a few things that I engage in for um, self-care. Oh, I, I love health, eating healthy. I love herbs. I love taking natural things. I mm -hmm. love great food. Um, so a lot of times I spend time um, looking into different herbs or great food that I can indulge in. And I have started trying to be more consistent with exercising. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> oh exercising God. gives us more life and energy. Yes, ma'am. Yes, it does. I know. Um, with the same thing what you said about eating healthy, you know, during this quarantine time or some people mm -hmm. work, that is like the best thing. What is one of your favorite foods that you're eating that, you know, some people like fruit, some people are ice cream, but you know, you like eating healthy, but what is your best healthy food out there right now? You know what? Um, when you said that, and it sounds, it's, 
probably going to sound a little geeky and weird, but avocado, and I don't eat a whole bunch of it, uh, but I eat more now than I ever have. And I'll tell you how it started. We started the keto diet back in January. We did it for maybe a little over three months. And so um, it went really well, you know, for us. I, um, I love fruit, so I will eat a lot of fruit. Um, I, I ironically, not that it's even the best thing, this is a sideline. My last name, um, main name is Rice, but I love rice. I know it starts, but I figured <laughs> if in Asia, Asia and India, you know, all these places, they eat rice, they can stay thin, hey, it's not going to hurt me. Um, so I love rice, but I, I love fruit and I eat a lot of vegetables. I actually love vegetables. And in most cases, I can eat vegetables without even having meat. Wow. And everyone who's listening, uh, we have hit the ground running. When I said that in the beginning of the podcast, what I mean by that is we were introduced to each other um, through another organization and it's like we connected and, you know, sometimes when we're looking for partnerships, we want to make sure that we find the right person, someone who's going to look at your vision and you go, you know, that fits with mine. What made you... Um, want to work in Uganda. Yeah. So um, I mentioned a little bit earlier, one of the parliament mem members actually reached out to me and it was because Empowerment of Grace, which, are, which is our church um, branch here in the U.S., and from there, we began to um, just have conversations um, and talk. But prior to him, um, there was another young man that had reached out to me. He somehow found me on social media. This was probably seven years ago. Um, and he would reach out from time to time and ask me about scripture and, and what does this mean? He really was eager to learn about um, the Bible. And um, from there, God just began to open me up um, to Uganda. Honestly, I thought that uh, most of my work would be in Kenya because that's where I started, um, you know, from the first time that I went. But Uganda specifically has been home um, for me. I've been there a few times. I've gotten a chance to see multiple areas of the country. Um, there, God gave us favor, not just with the pastors and community leaders um, and, you know, clergy in the community, but he gave us favor with the government, um, with the dignitaries there, you know, Deputy Speaker Ulanya, who has become a wonderful friend and, and supporter of the work that we're doing in the sense of believing in it because it has been uh, instrumental in connecting them to viable relationships. And uh, from there, because many that want or desire to do global work or international work, you understand that you have to have relationships um, in order to move things. And so he's given just given us a lot of favor there. And I'm just excited about uh, what has happened and taken place. That's, yeah, yeah, you know, I've been working in Uganda since 2017. And it's just something about the the people there, it's amazing, it's friendly. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I can't wait to be able to fully travel and mm -hmm. just enjoy the areas. Um, but mm -hmm. oh, we have two more questions for you. So who are three people who influence you the most to keep going in your journey of creating change in your communities and around the world? 
You know, um, when you said that the first person that came to mind is my grandmother. Mm -hmm. um, my grandmother is now deceased. Um, she passed away in 2003. Um, my grandmother was always a believer uh, in me and the abilities that she felt like God had gave me, even when I couldn't see it. Um, there are days where I would think about her and of course, you know, like, oh my God, I wish she was here to see this, um, you know, but we fall into that place. Well, I know you're looking down. I don't know that she's looking down, but I hope she's able to know something, you know, um, mm -hmm. at some point, but my grandmother is a huge influencer. Um, the other two people are my daughters, um, because I was single for so long. I'm now married. I have an amazing husband. Um, Jaward and uh, but my daughters have been super inspirational for me because they have lent me to the world um, allowing me to go to school allowing me to be in the community and do things where it even kept me from them at times but they understood the work that God have called me to do um, to, to move the world so those are three individuals um, obviously you know I have my mom and others but you asked about three and those three because of being a single mother um, of those beautiful daughters and my grandmother was very and is very inspirational um, and give me life they're they're uh, air beneath my wings that help me uh, when times get hard yes where can our listeners connect with you online? Um, are you on social media? Do you have a, a website that they can go online and read more about your journey and how they can possibly, uh, if we have any partners, or if you're looking for partnerships, how can they mm -hmm. learn more about you? What's your connection? Um, so if they are on Facebook, they can connect with me, Larita Rice Barnes, that's L-A-R-I-T-A-R-I-C-E-B-A-R-N-E-S, uh, Larita Rice Barnes, that's for uh, my personal page, that's for my public figure page. Um, if they are on uh, uh, Instagram, they can reach me at Larita Rice, uh, no, Larita Rocks Rice, Larita Rocks Rice. Uh, L-A-R-I-T-A-R-O-C-K-S-R-I-C-E on Instagram. On Twitter, it's just Larita Rice. Um, I do have a website. It's Reset um, Your Life to the number two um, dot com. Reset Your Life, the number two dot com. Um, and then we have our uh, global um, website, which is globalimpactnow.org, globalimpactnow.org. Well, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Barnes. You have been a blessing. Um, she is now a part of Nerdrill Inc. family. We are excited yes. and clapping our hands because this is going to be a wonderful and amazing partnership. But you yes. guys, this is your girl, Just Be Tristica of Fix Your Crown Podcast. I thank you guys for tuning in this morning with us. And do you have any last- Thanks for having me. No. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for having me on your show today. Um, I really, really enjoyed this time. I am so super excited about God connecting us together. And I just want to put this plug in, in here. You are doing amazing work in Uganda as well. And so I'm just um, super geeked about all of the plausible opportunities um, of the things that we are working on together. And as you said earlier, we hit the, the ground um, 
running. You know, we met through an amazing woman, Ambassador Peterson, and I'm just super excited and grateful for her um, yes. because now you are my forever sister in the work that we're doing. And so yes. I'm just, I'm happy about that. So I just want to say thank you for having me on. Um, thank you for aligning visions. And I, I want to commend you for the giving heart that you have um, because your heart is a giving heart um, I'm allowed to share on this platform today. And also, um, your story uh, has birthed out uh, Nerves Rule Inc. And so you are touching lives in the community. I'm just happy to be with another sister that's changing lives. Well, me too. Thank you so much for joining us. And you guys just, you know, be patient in your time of connecting with people because god will align the right people the right time and when it happens it'll blow your mind so this is your girl just being tristica on fix your crown podcast and stay tuned for more exciting guests but this guest right here is still planting seeds around the world we're going to pray together and have a joyous day see you guys later Bye bye <laughs>